What's up, family? Dustin here for another episode of Family by Heart. And I just want to welcome you to this episode, and I think it's a pretty important one. If you've been paying attention to my social media at all, you'll see I put up a video uh, Friday last week about uh, an interaction I had with one of my clients and how a colleague of theirs put up a post on Facebook about her epiphany on the meaning of life for her. And I went into detail about uh, a difficult time I I had been having about getting someone to go along with me to a concert. And I was able to find someone to go, and it was an awesome concert. It was a lot different than what I thought it was going to be, which it just blew it out of the water. It was even better, 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 better than I thought. Um, but I went on in the video to talk about, um, just how important doing things for yourself are and that while this podcast itself might not have as far of a reach right now that I would like it to have, it's still therapy for me. Uh, It's still therapeutic, still a great release for me to put out this podcast And it made me start thinking about, you know what? I need to do an episode on ways to better care for yourself. Because that's what I've been focusing on more lately anyways. Um, For dads, husbands, fathers, um, to take better care of themselves as, you know, we put ourselves through a lot and... um, a lot of times we are just silent in our struggles. We just bear a lot just to provide for our family, make sure everyone else is happy. And not to say that our wives, the mothers, our spouses, our, our girlfriends, our partners aren't doing or taking on a lot themselves because they are. But I think it's still important for us to focus on taking care of ourselves first so that we could take better care of our family in the future. We want to set the example that for our family that we're taking care of ourselves so that they know to take care of themselves as well. And so I have a list of 10 ways to, of self care to change your life. All right. So 10 ways of self care to change your life. And Number one, based off of that video and what I experienced, find things and do things that bring you passion, that bring you life, that bring you joy. Do those things. For me, concerts are my happy place. Going to that concert was well worth it. Again, uh, it was more than expected. It was emo orchestra with Hawthorne Heights. And here I thought it was just going to be the band Hawthorne Heights playing their own songs with an orchestra behind them. What ended up being was Hawthorne Heights covering emo and punk songs from like the last 20 years uh, with the orchestra backup. And it was awesome. They did songs by Blink-182, Fall Out Boy, Yellow Card, Plain White Tees. It was just an amazing experience. They used, and I was just 
so thrilled to be there and to witness it. And if it sounds like something you'd want to see, if you search Hawthorne Heights on YouTube, someone from an earlier show in October actually was sitting front row and they posted the entire concert in 4K. So you can go back and look at it and sounds not bad on it, but it's good video and can kind of get an idea of how fun that concert was to go to. But number one for self-care, do something that brings you joy. Make sure you set time for yourself to bring yourself joy. Number two, have a creative outlet. I also covered that in my video. While again, this podcast doesn't have quite the following that I would like it to have yet, it is a creative outlet for me. For others, it might be writing, might be making music or beats, might be painting, might be doing puzzles, might be creating puzzles, might be going to craft workshops or something at places like Joanne Fabrics or Michaels. Who knows? But find a creative outlet because having an outlet is going to allow you to get things off your chest and in uh, your shoulders in more of a healthy way versus other methods of doing it or holding it all in until you hurt yourself or someone else. So having a creative outlet for your emotions, good and bad, is a worthwhile thing to do. Next, uh, a good one is to take a nightly walk or just take a walk. And important for this one, I would leave your phone in your pocket at the very least, if not leave it at home. Uh, but leave it in your pocket. Pay attention to your surroundings. Pay attention to the wind on your face, the sky, the clouds in the sky, or the stars in the sky, depending on when you walk. Um, you can take your, your pet companion with you, um, but take a walk each day. Um, again, if you didn't hear or, or watch my 12-hour walk episode, it was pretty important to me. It was a pivotal moment in my life, getting to experience things, getting to reflect on where I've been, what I'm doing now, and what I want my future to look like. And to do that on kind of a, a daily or nightly basis, to go for a stroll, um, would be a good thing to do for you. Just tune everything else out and focus on you. Focus on your breath. Focus on what you're feeling, what you need to release. Um, it comes in handy for me when I'm having our time with the kids. Being able to take, take a walk. So why not just do it therapeutically? You don't need to go to therapy just when times are bad. Therapy is a good way to maintain, do maintenance on yourself and make sure you're, you're doing well in different areas of your life. So why not take a walk too and check in with yourself. Next, positive affirmations. Now, this one might seem a little woo-woo for people, but if it does, 
then you're just going to be late getting on board here because positive affirmations are a great thing to do. I've actually started doing them with my youngest son. He was having a hard time adjusting to starting preschool. And so we started doing affirmations. And when I tell people that, they say like, well, have you listened to Snoop Dogg's affirmations? Yes, those are awesome. They're fun. They're catchy. But when you do affirmations, it's kind of setting your mind and setting a target for your day. Setting it's setting expectations and setting beliefs for your day. Because if you wake up in a negative mood and think, oh, today's going to be a rough day. I don't want to go to work today. I don't want to do this. Yeah, it's going to be a crummy day. But if you have affirmations and you recite those affirmations, it's going to turn a switch in your brain and help you go about your day looking for those positive things, being in a positive mindset. Remember the saying, where there's smoke, there's fire. Or if if you... When you look for th something, you're usually going to find it. So setting affirmations, re repeating affirmations about yourself and what you want for your day is a good way to start your day and, and lead yourself to a better day. Next one goes without saying, eat healthier. When we eat crummy food or too much food, we feel crummy. So... Eat healthier food. Make better choices when it comes to your food. Now, if you've been eating a certain way for a long, long time, it's going to be extremely hard to change the habit. And if you try jumping from what you've been doing to some completely new diet, you're probably going to struggle. So my suggestion is to kind of keep track of what you eat on a daily basis Look at it for a week, two weeks, three weeks. Keep track of it in a food journal or use an app like MyFitnessPal to track what you've been eating. And then once you look at what you've been eating, you can see a pattern and make an educated decision on what's going to be easiest for you to switch to start eating healthier. If you're someone that likes wings, well... You could, instead of getting fried chicken, you can grill chicken and put hot wing sauce on it or your favorite sauce on it, and you'll get generally the same flavor. Yes, you won't have the breading, but that's kind of the point. You'll eat healthier and still get the flavor that you want. Um, a client of mine in the past, her big thing was she used to, realizing she would drink a liter to two liters of pop, soda, whatever you want to call it, a day. And when she realized how much sugar she was taking in during that time, she was able to cut it back to a can a day, and that being her treat. And it made a huge difference in her life. So eat healthier. Your body will feel better. You'll feel better. Your mind will be clearer. Your stomach will thank you. Your your spouse, your family's noses will thank you for eating healthier foods. So eat healthier. <clears throat> Next, read each day. 
I don't know if you know this, but you can get books on your phones. You can use a Kindle app on your phone. Or books are free at the library. And they're always getting new books in. Read. Exercise your mind. Expand your knowledge. And a, a good friend of mine, an old boss and mentor of mine, Brett, he used to always say, if you're not growing, you're dying. And so we should be always trying to expand our knowledge, learn to continue to grow. Because the minute you try to stop growing and learning, then you're just taking up space. And you're not bringing more excitement to your life, not any more thrills, not any more information. So read. Read. And if you're a slow reader, you know, you can get audiobooks from the library as well and get them sent to your phone or whatever smart device you might have. So you can get audiobooks as well if you don't like reading. Next, unplug. Again, this one is very easy to pair with your walking. If you're taking a nightly walk, maybe set yourself a time to, all right, nine o'clock, I'm going to unplug, no, no more TV, no phone, no computer, no more media, and start your walk, come back, read a little bit, there you go, um, but unplug, you don't need to have all that information constantly coming at you. The news is going to be the same, but updated the next morning as it would be if you're getting it at 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night or midnight. The stories are going to be the same, but maybe a little bit more information in the morning. So you don't need to keep up on all the information as it comes to you. At the very least, put your phone on vibrate. So if someone does need to get a hold of you, You'll hear it vibrating, vibrating, vibrating. But other than that, just unplug. All right. Next, sleep at least six to seven hours each night. Not always easy, especially if you're a parent to young kids, um, especially babies or infants or toddlers. Uh, sometimes I have a lot of problems with this one. One, because by the end of the night, or end of the day after the kids have gone to, gone to bed and my wife usually goes to bed a little bit earlier. That's my me time and time where I get to be by myself and just watch what I want to watch, read what I want to read, do what I want to do. And sometimes I'm guilty of staying up a little bit later than I need to. And then when the kids are in sleep regression and they come in and wake us up and sometimes won't go back to sleep for an hour or two hours. I hate my life the next day, <laughs> but <clears throat> when I'm aware of it and of how I've been feeling, I know that, you know, I could use the sleep. Whatever I want to do is not important. Sleep is more important right now. And I definitely feel better when I get those full nights of sleep. So definitely work on getting six to seven hours of sleep every night 
it will improve your health and your cognitive abilities when you do that. Um, so definitely be aware of it. And also just kind of be aware of your circadian rhythm. If you recognize that you are getting tired every night, like really tired, really exhausted at say 9 30, 10 o'clock, but then suddenly you're up at 11, 11 and you then can't fall asleep. It's because you've had a release of cortisol and adrenaline. And so you missed your, your window to go to sleep and get a good solid night's sleep because your circadian rhythm was telling you at 9 30, 10 o'clock, Hey, it's time to go to sleep. We're already exhausted. But when that cortisol releases and adrenaline releases, that's when you start dealing with insomnia and having a hard time falling asleep. So pay attention to your circadian rhythm as well. Next, I'm a big believer in keeping a gratitude journal. Um, this is something our counselor told us about when my wife and I were dealing with our grief from infertility. She told us at the end of each day to report to one each other what we were grateful for. And I expanded it to writing it down. And then even better is the next morning, maybe when you're getting ready to do your affirmations, review what you're grateful for. So then you're starting your mind in a grateful mood. Then you're going into your affirmations. And it's just showing you what you have to be grateful for. And again, when you search for something, you find it. So if you know that you need to write down things that you're grateful for, then you're going to find those things to be grateful for. Could be the smallest thing, could be the biggest thing. And a lot of times those small things start to snowball, turn into big things. So and that's not to say that we're not going to have rough days, we're not going to have bad days. But even in those bad days, we're going to have good days. You're going to have good moments. You're going to have lessons to learn. Um, you're going to see like something bad happened. Okay, this person supported me and did this or said this to support me and cheer me up and lift me up. Um, I, my son showed me all kinds of affection that I wasn't expecting because they could sense that I was sad. So, so just find those things to be grateful for and keep a gratitude journal. And again, review it the next morning, preferably before you do your affirmations. <clears throat> and then lastly, give your body some gentle exercise each day. Um, one thing my wife has started doing, and I love it, and I'm so proud of her for, is she's doing 50 reps a day. She doesn't, doesn't matter to her what it is. It's just something to get her body moving. She usually does it in the, in the bathroom. She'll be doing, uh, tricep dips, um, jumping jacks, reaches, sit-ups. doesn't matter, but she's doing something gentle each day to get her heart pumping in the morning, get her, wake her body up, get moving. Do something each day to get your body moving. Um, 
could be yoga, Pilates. You could go to a gym and do like a full workout. You don't need to be pounding miles away on the pavement or on a treadmill or elliptical. One of my, I think, most underrated pieces of equipment I think that's out there is a rowing machine because it really uses full body, pushing with your legs, pulling with your arms, getting that full extension. And you don't even have to row very hard, but you'll get that heart rate pumping. So give yourself some gentle exercise each day to get your body moving and get your blood pumping. Release some endorphins. It'd be really good for you. Well, my voice is suddenly starting to go on on me, so I apologize for the second half of this podcast for sounding like I do. But self-care is an important habit to develop. You want to be at your best so you can be at your best for you, but also for your family around you. Because if you are not at your best and you're trying to take care of your family, then it's going to show. They're going to sense things that are off. They're going to they're going to feed into your energy. But if you're taking care of yourself, they're going to feed into that energy. So when you fail to take care of yourself, people will have less respect for you. They'll they won't see you in the same light. They'll think he's got to let himself go or herself go. So it's hard to receive more respect from others than what you're willing to give yourself. So make sure you're taking the time for yourself to, to take care of yourself and do the things that bring you passion, that bring you joy, that bring you good health. So again, just to cover those, one, do things that bring you great joy. Go into a concert, go into a sports game, playing sports, whatever it might be. Two, have a creative outlet. Take a walk. Use positive affirmations. Eat healthier. Read each day. Unplug. Sleep at least seven hours each night. Keep a gratitude journal. And give your body some sort of gentle exercise each day. Take care of yourself now to help better take care of your family's future. My voice is going, so I'm going to go take care of myself now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, definitely got some more interesting interviews coming our way soon. But in the meantime, just know you're part of the family here. It doesn't matter what your background is, what your beliefs are, how you came to be a dad, a brother, a sister, a husband, a wife. It doesn't matter. We're all family here. We're born into our names but we become family by heart.